Welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Special shout out to the folks at MidAmericaRV for also helping sponsor some of our travels that we've been doing this month. It feels like we have not slowed down at all. I feel like I've barely been at home, which is not a complaint. But thanks again to the folks at MidAmerica RV. And just one week from today, we will be in Mobile, Alabama, watching practices for the Senior Bowl. I'm very excited about it. And it will also be 60 degrees there. Yeah, I just I got all those Facebook memories today of, you know, me being like, oh, first time ever being a mobile. Like, here it is from the suite. And it's like, year two in mobile, year three in mobile. And it's just like, yeah, we got an extra week into the season. So, like, not there right now. But at the same time, it's I got to find a way to do like a year four. I don't I know. I kind of want to do something silly. Post it on Facebook. Should I just do like a. I'm talking like a picture or something. Because usually it's just like a picture of the field with nobody on it because we're waiting for the players to come out. But I don't know. I got to think of something. Because last year was COVID. So everyone was like super worried about, you know, kind of interacting with one another, right. keeping their distance. That as well. God damn it. Just throw that out there. That's what they were worried about. A lot of people were worried about dying. Yeah, that is true. But we braved it. We said, nah, fuck you, COVID. Hashtag survivor. I'm still here. Still kicking it. Uh, yeah, year four. I, I have no idea how many times I've been there, actually. Okay, just go ahead and rub it in. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> Not to be like, oh, I'm so yeah. cool. Dude, I've been to Senior Bowl so many times, I don't remember. I lost count, yeah. And mine's weird because I took a break one year. I missed one year because of my other job when I was teaching. <laughs> but then I started up again. This I told my point. other job. I just looked my boss right in her eye and said, hey, well, I don't want to do this forever. I'm going. She said, have fun. Yeah, and at most jobs, it's fine. You can just take time off. I'm like, yep. That's what a lot of people don't realize about teaching. You cannot do that. You can't just be like, hey, I'm going to take a vacation for a week. Or even like for us, it's honestly, it's four days. You can't do that in teaching. You're allowed two personal days a year. I think that's so dumb. It's very dumb. How is not, how is everyone on the same page of like, get a break from all these kids. Get a break from the administration or this building. Right. Go take a vacation in the middle of the year. Because everyone's like. Everyone's like, oh, you got all summer. Yeah, two months, and then you don't want to go back. <laughs> right. I mean, like, you got students going on vacations. Why can't teachers? Yeah. I never understood that. I don't I don't either. Let them have their time. And a lot of us would just cheat the system and be like, oh, my God, I swear to God, I have strep throat. I'm gone a week. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, now it would be so easy to just be like, yep, COVID. Done for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then don't post anything online. That's how the nickname Mellow became a thing for people that don't know. Not that – that's when I started using it is when I started teaching. It's always been like a nickname, but not many people would call me Mellow. Uh, and then I started podcasting and traveling and being like, I need a social media An presence, alias, yeah. But not one that can be tracked by students or parents. So I'm going to use Mellow on all my social media. <laughs> that way I could still post and be like, oh, I'm in Mobile for the week. But on Facebook, it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm sick. I can't. I can't go to work. Uh, but anyway, we've got a great show uh, today. We're going to talk a lot of the news going around uh, in the NFL. Tom Brady, Sean Payton, 
maybe both of them retiring. Joe Burrow had some comments that I want to talk about, but also baseball. Uh, a little bit of progress there on that front. Barry Bonds will get into the Hall of Fame today. Then we'll break down some guys that we would like to start a franchise with. I put a shitload of polls up on our Twitter page. I, I think there are like four or five of them. Yeah, you kind of went nuts. Yeah, you can go vote on like which quarterbacks. Is there a – I do want to ask. Is there like a character limit on the poll? Yes. Okay. I just didn't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't it used either. to be 140, and then Twitter expanded to like 280. No, I meant like just on the polls when you put the names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's 24. Okay. Why? It's just tough. I just noticed on one of them was like Lamar Jack, and I just for some reason had like a brain fart. No, of like, it's who's just, Lamar Jack? <laughs> it's auto-correcting on the polls today. I don't know why. I put another one out about Barry Bonds, mm-hmm. and it, it gave me the option to select no. Like I typed the letter in, and I'm like, I'll click on no. But then it didn't work. It did, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it did the same thing with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so I saw it was just Lamar Jackson. Way to call me out on it. Yeah, it's my fault. You know, I do feel really bad because I wouldn't like if someone did that to me, so I'm sorry I just did it yeah. to you. Hey, how do you spell Barry Bonds? Player of the day. <laughs> okay. You know, I just I type so fast that the R That's didn't process it. Mine is yeah. probably just ADD. I think <laughs> I finished this thought, and I've moved on. I'm in the middle of spelling Barry and thinking, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why, who even cares right now? Right, and then also, um, it's Tell the Truth Tuesday with um, a little fan. Hey, I just read some of them, and I gave you a look because I thought it was you at first. And I was like, what the fuck? Nope. Got okay, it kind of processed, yeah. Be, uh, a good one. But let's start with football. Uh, the Tom Brady stuff, I know there were some murmurs about it before – uh, the games this weekend, even that like this might actually be Tom Brady's last year. I didn't believe it. Now I'm kind of starting to believe it. He had his his little podcast that he does. Uh, it came out and even said that his wife Giselle hates seeing him get hit, and he feels like he needs to be there for her as a husband. He needs to be there for his kids as a father. I've never heard him make comments like that before. Mm-mm. I I think he might actually retire. I, I do too, honestly. And, you know, I, it's just surprising that all it took was just a bloody lip. Yeah. No, I was just so. kidding. But I do I do think that it's been trending that way. You know, within the last four years, he's just been still finding so much success that his mindset has just been like, let's go do it again one more time. And, like, I'm talking all the way back to, like, Tom vs. Time, the Facebook series that he did. And, like, you really kind of get that family access and – kind of how he trains and does everything and prepares for the season. And then now it's the man in the arena and the podcast. And I don't know if you saw the last episode of my life. I finally got caught up on my way to Kansas City on the way home, watching it while I drive. It is safe. Phone's on a stationary spot. Wow. Don't even got to worry. I mainly just listen to it because when you watch it, it's just all I'm these sorry, weird. I just don't like to promote illegal activity. Is that illegal? Yeah. Is it really, though? Like dead driving. serious? Yeah. I'm not Great. holding it. It's in a stationary spot just playing. It's be like, no, officer, I'm not drinking this beer. It's just sitting there. Well, all right. Now I'm kind of worried. Yeah. Calls yourself out. Now, now, you're <laughs> yeah. now there are probably police officers listening to this. They're like, yep. Big country. Nah. I don't know. Jacob does look like a cop in his picture. Uh, it could be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but so, yes, I caught up on the series. But the one thing I noticed at the end of it was kind of how he goes – it was a different transition, like leaving New England, and he kind of talks about how like his time was there and the relationships that kind of needed to be rekindled, and then it shows him walking out the tunnels of Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and I think the last episode comes out today, or I'm going to assume it's the last episode 
because it's gone over every Super Bowl. So he had the one with Tampa. I wouldn't be surprised if it's just pretty much like a, this is my last season. Or like this is it, Tampa. I'm done. It would be yeah. super cool, and ESPN would get a lot of freaking viewership from it if that's how Tom Brady retires, you know, if he does put it in there. But I wouldn't be surprised either if this was the last time we saw Tom Brady on the football field. Yeah. And I think at a minimum, yeah, we're getting one more year. He might come back and say, yeah, I always wanted to play till I was 45. And uh, we've kind of talked about it before. Like, this is a dude that could probably play till he's 50. I, I think that he's going to go out on top, and maybe, maybe he says one more go-around. But after next year, I, I think he's done for. It's just going to be hard to finish out on top. I mean, the NFC is getting tougher. The AFC is getting tougher. Yep. It's like, it's going to be, I mean, you're probably not bringing back Godwin. That's going to be hard. You know, how's your offensive line looking? How's the defense? I mean, there's not a, there's not that many holes on Tampa Bay's offense or defense on the team as a gen, in general. But let's say Tom Brady gets hurt. You don't want to end that way. So what, you're going to do one more year of rehab and recovery and then come back right. and play? Or maybe you just say, hey, this was it. This was a good run. Yeah. I mean, his kids are getting older. Mm-hmm. He's not hurting for money. Definitely. So not. It's not like he's hanging on to me like, oh. And I'm kind of excited to see what he would do post-NFL playing career. I've it's been wondering that lately. I mean, even with the, like, the production stuff and the documentary that he's doing. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know what he's going to do. It's going to be something. I've thoroughly enjoyed him. Like Everything he's done in terms of documentary have been so good. It really has been. I, I like it, too. I know that I'm a big Tom Brady supporter. Uh, I think everybody should be. But I, I think this is probably it for him, mm-hmm. which is going to – good luck, Tampa Bay. Good luck, <laughs> Bruce Arians. I, I believe Arians already said, like, yeah, he's coming back for next year. Uh, yeah, have fun with that. And didn't you, Bill say the same thing before he left? <laughs> you uh, you going to play Kyle Trask at quarterback next year? Man, that's what I was going to say. I was like, bring Kyle Trask. <laughs> it, it's going to get tough. Down there no, they're going to go get Aaron Rodgers. Like, all right, I guess we'll just be the uh, the old veteran landing spot. Yeah, this is the destination for guys that are about to retire. Maybe they will. Um, another guy who might retire is Sean Payton. Uh, this one's gaining a lot of steam. Retirement? I thought it was just him leaving in general. Retirement. Oh, so I completely misunderstood that. Yeah, uh, he, just, he might hang it up. And uh, I think that he's a guy that a lot of different TV stations are going to be after. Oh, yeah. uh, ESPN is going to be all over him, NBC all over him if he does retire. Uh, I kind of get it. I kind of thought that he might leave the Saints last year when Drew Brees did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came back for another year. Not a lot going on that's positive down there in New Orleans. Uh, figuring out the quarterback situation, it's almost like the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. He said it yesterday too. Uh, like, I don't want to be a part of a rebuild. That could be Sean Payton. Like, hey, we don't have a quarterback here. I don't really want to be part of this rebuild. I, I think I'm done. I think I've lost some motivation, which would suck because obviously I love Sean Payton. I think he's a phenomenal coach, mm-hmm. but he could be on the way out. And if he's on the way out, the NFC South looks so bad. If you lose Brady and Sean Payton, that is a shitty division. <laughs> yeah. The Falcons might be the best team in that division. Uh, legitimately. I mean, Matt Rule and the Panthers don't look good, and you just hired Ben McAdoosh, so, like, that's not any better. <laughs> Congratulations. You yeah. probably got oh, worse. Glad, glad Slickback's here. Yeah. Yeah. You fired a guy and then hired a guy and got worse at the offensive <laughs> coordinator position. Dumbasses. Congratulations. And, to the and with Sean Payton, so, like, I kind of understood it with the situation that he might just leave to go to the Cowboys. And that's why we haven't necessarily heard a firing of Mike McCarthy. 
Because yeah, if I'm yeah. going to go a whole conspiracy theory here, I do think that Jerry Jones is like, hey, we're not just going to have this be an open market. We're going to like, I want to make sure I have the guy I want before I fire this guy. If not, then we'll just run with this again. And I do wonder about the Sean Payton stuff. If it is like, a, I'm just done here, or is and it? He's 58. I don't know if I just said that. He's only 58 years old. So if he retires, it's going to be like, dang, Bill Belichick's got you by you know 11 years, and Pete Carroll's got you by 12. Yeah, and coaches don't. They'll coach well into their 70s yeah. sometimes. Uh, so I, or it could just be I, I want a little break. I'm going to retire from the Saints, take a year off, and I'll come back and take over the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> or maybe it's just this movie that Kevin James made. It's like, that's embarrassing. I'm done. <laughs> Get <laughs> me out of the spotlight. In the spotlight. They think yeah. I look like Kevin James. <laughs> I'm go work out for an entire year. That's all I'm doing. I'm working out until Brad Pitt plays me in the reboot of – Sean that would have been a back. much better fit. Yeah, honestly. What? Like I look, you just said is Brad Pitt, out? and I looked at Sean Payton, and just like, oh, that makes sense. Is that is that movie out yet? I know the Kurt Warner one came out. I'll be honest, I don't know, and I really don't care. I'm not going to watch it. Like, yeah, I'm not either. I'm sorry. It yeah. looks so. Bad. I do want to see the Kurt Warner movie just to see like if it is super cheesy because I heard it was actually pretty good. And it is out in theaters. Yeah, I'm not going to theaters to watch it. I'll wait till it hits something and be like, man, two dollar rent. Or yeah, go to the little matinee. Get it's like the three dollar ticket. That's not bad. I forget day tickets are cheaper than. Yep, that's the move, especially if you go alone. Well, I've always like I've never really experienced movie tickets being that expensive. Because like I go on Tuesday nights where they're like five dollars. I'd even do that with all the new Marvel movies that came out. They do like five dollar Tuesdays well, at AMC. Here, the pandemic had kind of hit. Yeah. Right. Like, and so, like, I thing. hadn't been to the movies so in the a movie while. Theater. The mm-hmm. main movie theater that we have here in Joplin is like the most expensive movie theater I've ever been to. How really? much is a ticket for just like a, a Friday night movie? Nine dollars? Mm-hmm. Suck it, dude. No. Yeah. Nine dollars. <laughs> for I mean And it's still that shitty? It's not that great. There's no you're not getting like recliner seats. Now I do remember the first time I ever went to that theater it was like for a <laughs> this is gonna sound bad because I've dropped a lot of F bombs to the show already is we went for like a church event to watch uh some new christian movie that had come out and this woman like overcomes drinking and drugs and gets married and newfound relationship with christ awesome great movie and i remember going to that movie theater and like like folding the seat down like having a thick cushions and i was like this is awesome and as i've gotten older the recliners is like these stink yeah once you go to some of the other theaters or even the ones that it will just like yeah, get your own popcorn. Put your own butter on it. Like we don't care. Do your own thing. Yeah, the Joplin Movie Theater is not that theater. They don't let you butter your own popcorn. They might now, but it's still like that was. A, they had to have several meetings about it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I guess we'll let them butter their own. Popcorn. Are we really about to let people put <laughs> butter on their own popcorn? Uh, ridiculous, ridiculous. But it'd be anyway, so messy. Um, with Sean Payton, I don't know. I hope he doesn't retire. He is still young. And I would like to see him go to the Cowboys. I think it would be exciting. And again, like the conspiracy of Jerry Jones, like I think it would be much easier to go after a guy you want. And if you don't get it, it's like, all right, we've still got McCarthy. Even if you have to give up some picks for him, trade the Cowboys, you got to give up a first round pick to get Sean Payton. Yeah, duh. I will do that right now, immediately. How many would you give up? I Two first round picks. Really? That's what Gruden got. I would do that for Sean Payton if I'm the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. See you later. 
Here's my whole draft. I don't even care. Yeah, you're picking like 25 or something anyway. So, yeah, I would for Sean Payton because I think he makes him a Super Bowl contender. Oh, 100%. And now the other thing, too, with that is, you know, are the Cowboys bringing back Amari Cooper and what's the situation with Michael Gallup? Yep. Because as much as we don't want to like call them, I mean, they're playmakers on that team, you know, whether no matter the level. They they have been factors on that offense being successful and very much a threat at any yeah. time to score. And I wanted to get your take on this one because I saw it yesterday. It, it is an old quote from Joe Burrow from uh, when he first got drafted into the league. But it is a notable quote that somebody did a very good job of bringing up this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he He's out there saying – uh, that it gets way louder in SEC stadiums than it does in NFL yeah. stadiums. Clearly, somebody remembered this and like, yep, I'm going to put out this graphic this week. I love college football. Yeah, I think it's so much better than the NFL. And this is even coming off of the Bills-Chiefs game. Arrowhead is different. Mm-hmm. There might be some loud stadiums in the SEC. I mean, I've been to LSU, Alabama, Nebraska, Ohio State. I've been to some loud stadiums. Texas holds like... 100-plus thousand. Mm-hmm. Arrowhead is so different. And even when we went to the Grizzlies game not too long ago, I said to you, like, man, it's kind of nice to just be able to sit here and watch the game. Because <laughs> Arrowhead, you are obligated. You are peer pressured into being as loud as you can. Yeah, you, you're sit, if you sit down, it's like, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Get on your feet, you little bitch. Or if you're not I feel I have heard a fan say that. Uh-huh. Like, that's not just me being like, oh, yeah, no. I've heard people say that to other people. Literally, last game I went to, mm-hmm. I heard that. If you're not cheering loud enough, people will be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's so, third down and you didn't yell? Go home. And I know a lot of the people, in my mentions at least, we're talking about college kids. Like, oh, yeah, but this stadium holds 100,000 people, and most of them are drunk college kids. A lot of them are also like old boosters who are mm-hmm. not standing up and cheering. Like, let's be honest about what you see in a college stadium. Yeah. I mean, my thing my thing with this, too, is like he's kind of right. Like, you got to think of, like, all these other stadiums that he plays in in the NFL. Usually the right. noise factor, is, the only place that's really a thing is Seattle, New Orleans, and Kansas City. I feel like those are the stadiums you hear is like, okay, it's really loud, it's hard to get your calls in, and you have to be – you know, crisp on your communication, or it will make a difference in your game plan, play calling, whatever. In the SEC, it's like everywhere you go. I mean, this kid played at LSU. You go to LSU at a night game, that place is insane. But you like even thing, during the day, like it's but just for LSU. He was the home team. I a lot of people yeah. were like, "Oh, LSU gets so loud." Not when you're on offense. They That's very true. <laughs> yeah. So you can get the play call. So but he then didn't it's even like. Experience that. Alabama, like even Alabama, they get loud. Like that stadium, like everything's just directed at the field. Of course, like he's played in the Georgia Dome, or not the Georgia. What is it now? The Mercedes Dome in Atlanta, the new one for the SC Championship game. That got pretty loud. It it kind of got loud in like waves. I remember from where we were sitting. So like he's been in these atmospheres before with the SEC. It is loud. It is crazy. But like you said, it's because these stadiums are so much bigger than they are in the NFL. And everyone just is going insane the entire time, and then they go home and sleep for the rest of the afternoon. And these uh, these new NFL stadiums, and I think Arrowhead too, I don't know if they did it intentionally, they are built to hold noise. Mm-hmm. The college stadiums you're going to are just these huge bowls. Yeah, The, the noise escapes. So 60,000 at Arrowhead is louder than 120,000 at Michigan. Really? Easily, I think. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, somebody that's been to both stadiums in 
certain atmospheres probably have a better opinion, but I've we need never to ask our guy louder than Arrowhead. We need to ask our guy Tuck because he was at the Michigan Ohio State game this year when Michigan won. Yeah, so he would be the perfect guy to ask. Mm-hmm. He's going to Mobile with us next week, so yeah. Uh, he also might have a little bit of a chief bias, though. One hundred. He does a pretty but... good job of not being biased. I think that I do too. Uh, at least when it comes to the Chiefs, I'm not the guy that's like, "Oh, they have the best." Ever. Like I hate them. Oh before. yeah. Arrowhead is actually a dump, but it's very loud. I was talking to someone about that last night, actually, and I was like, "Dude, about Arrowhead being shitty." Uh, not necessarily being shitty, just it being old. And could you imagine if it had a new stadium that was a dome? Because there's talks about moving Kaufman downtown. So you get the downtown ballpark for baseball, which I think is a great idea. I love it. I think it's cool. If we can, if you want to tailgate that, go to one of the bars down there. It would be fun. And then that opens up to where you're going to have to demolish the old stadium. So you build the new arrowhead there. You tear, down, you tear down the old arrowhead, and that's all parking. And then no one's parking on the grass or in a field a mile and a half away, walking yeah, across the interstate. <laughs> Probably. But... It's just like imagine have a Kansas City having a dome. If like if you're loud now in an outdoor stadium, imagine how loud it would be indoors. Like you'd have to wear earplugs, or you'd walk out of there freaking deaf. Well, and they would design it to be mm-hmm. louder. Like Seattle, they purposefully did design their stadium to be loud. I don't know about some of these other, like the Atlanta stadium. I'm sure they did. But if you did, if if they decided to build a new stadium in Kansas City, they would do it to hold sound, mm-hmm. and it would probably be ridiculous it's so loud already oh i mean sunday i couldn't yes i was at the game i was sitting close i couldn't (laughs) i couldn't hear myself yelling it was so loud Uh uh-huh yep i think so too uh we'll see what happens with that one though it's a bad time for that quote to surface i will tell you that uh because that is bulletin board material for every fan and like if fans are getting bulletin board material it's like yikes and i also feel like i want to address this again Fans at Arrowhead are not normal people. No. <laughs> they might be Monday through Saturday. They are not when they clock in at Arrowhead. So if they get sprayed with a little bit of champagne, they don't fucking care. No, I, I don't think people understand. Like, yes, you live in New York. God forbid someone spray you with fucking anything because oh, you don't know what outside. it is. Yes, like just suck a nut and get over it. Like it, the fans were literally screaming at Brittany and all of them in that booth. Spread champagne, like spray it, share it. Everyone loved it. I watched it from the other side of the field when they, they uh, what is it like swag surf or surf swag, whatever that song is, where everyone kind of like sways back and forth to it. I saw them oh, doing that in the suite all the way across. I mean, everyone was going nuts. So yeah. yes, they the fans legitimately requested that. And they're not everyone's cup of tea. I say they, meaning Brittany. Yeah, I Jackie. did see someone comment that was like, "Hey, I don't usually say anything like this, but you guys post." whatever you want on social media, and then act surprised when you get annihilated by it. And I was just like, that is a solid point. Yeah. But at the same time, like, just kind of realize, like what Melo just said, fans for the Kansas City Chiefs, they're a different breed. <laughs> like, And if you're sitting in like, those you know, seats, you at, like you're the extra different breed there. When you look at the old Raiders and be like, man, this guy's a lawyer, but he's showing up to a game on Sunday with a fucking painted face, mm-hmm. spikes on shoulder pads, they lose their mind. Yes. That is Arrowhead, too. It is a party. It's the minute insane. you get in out of your car at the tailgate, it becomes a party. I think it's when you take that exit ramp to like the Truman Sports Complex. People are like, "Crack open the beers, boys. We're in line." Yeah, like the lines for it. Maybe it, maybe it's different at other games. I thought every stadium was kind of like this. Yeah, that there are lines at the gate before they open, like hours before, where there's like a pre-tailgate experience at Arrowhead. Yes, 
And then there's the tailgating. And then the stadium's like, wait, people are waiting in line on the interstate. There's an accident. Open the gates up so people can get in the stadium. Yeah. It happens. Like, first game, like, regular season games. It's nuts. Yeah. So I – you don't have to like Jackson and Brittany Mahomes. I don't – I know them a little bit. I kind of get it for one of them, but yeah. (laughs) Right. But like this, they're trying to make a big deal out of like, oh, if I got sprayed with champagne. I'll tell you who you don't hear complaining about it. Any chief fan or anyone that got sprayed. Is anyone like, yep, I was there. I got sprayed. This is bullshit because I haven't seen that. No. I've seen a lot of articles of like, I can't believe she did this. I can see. I can just hear people now going to their office and be like, yeah, did you guys see that video of Brittany spreading champagne or spraying it? I, I caught I some in my mouth. I drank it. I haven't yeah. showered yet. Yeah. You taste it. It's still there. Lick right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Sniff. that's what they do at Arrowhead. It's it's a party the entire time. And uh, it, it is fun. Like, it's crazy and wild, but it's fun. And I, I said it, too. Like, I've I've done some questionable things. I've done a lot of questionable things at Arrowhead, <laughs> too. But, like, I've poured shots in people's mouths. I, I've had people be like, you're taking this shot. Do it. And be like, well, don't really want to. But, yeah. Here I am. And that was just from fans. Like I mean, We did uh, that at LSU against Georgia. They scored a touchdown. They walk around the bar like, hey, oh, yeah. drink this. Because uh-huh. that was the second half. We left to go yep. You're either trying try to and sober up. You're either trying to on you. <laughs> yes. So, and it's not. It's not just an arrowhead thing. Uh, today's also a big day, though, for Major League Baseball. As we mentioned a little bit yesterday, uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Association are meeting again today. I'm putting out positive vibes there. Uh, it sounds like the players kind of gave up on this age-based free agency system, which I'm um, not really sure why you gave up on it. But it sounds like things are probably just going to stay the same. So explain that a little further for people who might not understand. What does that mean? Uh, right now in Major League Baseball, I'll use Bobby Witt as an example. Uh, Kansas City Royal, he's probably going to get called up this year, but he's probably not going to make the opening roster. So this year will actually not count as one year ter- towards his service time. So the Kansas City Royals will have him for six more years after this season. He cannot be a free agent. They can trade him. They can release him, put him on waivers. But he cannot hit free agency for another six years. What the players wanted was to make it an age thing. To where, I mean, if you get called up when you're 24 years old, you can't become a free agent until you're 30. So I think the age was maybe 28 or something like that that the players wanted to where they said, hey, once you hit this age, you're a free agent. It doesn't matter if you've been in the league two years or 12 years. At this age, you're a free agent. And it sounds like they've kind of dropped that and they don't want to do that anymore. So it's going to stay with the six-year system, which will get manipulated. Like The the reason why Bobby Witt won't be a day-one starter for Kansas City is because service time. They're going to keep him for six and a half years which is seven seasons rather than six so if it's not a day one start i mean can it literally be like day two he starts now it has to be like uh i think it's the beginning of may is when you'll start seeing these guys get called up because then it's enough time has passed that they don't count it as a full season wow so some of these rookies are playing 100 games their rookie year but it doesn't count as a full year or like maybe it's 90 games so is the next year they're still their rookie year then that's why that's always confused me. Yeah, yeah even the, like the shortstop that came up with the Rays this year, supposed to be like the best prospect uh-huh. ever. He ain't come up till September. This year didn't count for shit. He can win the rookie of the year next year. Wow. 
Yeah, it's a little confusing with baseball and the way that they do it. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's kind of stupid. It very much is. But yeah, at the like same time, it's like up, if you're good enough, here's 12 years, $400 million. Yeah. And even with Mike Trout, he got called up and then sent down a couple times. So I believe it was like his first season. It didn't count. And then he played in his what would be his second season was still his rookie year. So can they give you a contract extension before the six years? They can. Okay. A lot of players do it. The Rays are a very popular team uh, that does it. Uh, they'll get these young guys and say, hey, sign this big deal. It's for $150 million. You're going to play some years a little bit cheaper than what you should. <laughs> yeah. You're also going to get overpaid some years. Uh, but that's a, a way to do it. The, the Royals did it with Salvi. Yeah. After like two years, they're like, hey, sign this long-term deal. It's pretty good money. And then after that next season, Salvador Perez was like, wait a second. I'm kind of getting fucked on this deal. I'm getting <laughs> paid more. And the Royals were like, yeah, but you signed it. So uh, see ya. <laughs> they eventually kind of made it right yeah. by Salvador Perez. But uh, hopefully something does happen today with, uh, with baseball. I'm ready for it. I know it's only January, but I, I'm pumped for baseball season already. And I, I don't want missed games. I don't want a lockout. Keep growing the sport. I think a lockout would be so bad for baseball right now. It would be. And speaking of baseball, I saw someone post something last night. Um, and it was, look at baseball. This I think it was like in 2005 or something. It was like the pre-cell phone era of people you know, going to a game and being on their phones. Like, this is when baseball was at its peak. Everyone was completely engaged in the game, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, okay, I'm sure this picture is coming from like a playoff matchup, like a game six where everything's on the line. Yes, everyone's engaged. I think everyone is engaged in today's world, even with the phone, and moments like that. Yeah. I do think there is something to it, though. Because you did used to go to the ballpark, and it's like, I'm paying attention to every pitch. Yeah. Not, oh, okay, I'm paying attention to this at bat, and then I'm going to check Twitter. But they also need to be like, and I'm, I don't mean to stretch it towards you, but like, people got to realize like there's more to baseball parks now than just the the baseball game itself yep. and cell phones. Like, you know, Kaufman, they have that wiffle ball field in the back for kids to go play on. They have that Hall of Fame thing where you can walk through and tour it. There's just other things you can do during the game because it is three hours long. So it's hard to just sit there and watch every single play. Yeah, I definitely don't think the Major League Baseball should just sit on their hands and be like, no, our game's great, and it's going to continue to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe mix things up. I like the little shot clock that they have for the pitcher. Like, speed yeah. that up. You don't, Or batters, stay in the fucking box, guys. Like, I never you know, understood that. Like, even growing up playing, I was like, why are you stepping out? i got to fix my gloves. Do it before you get in the box. Okay, I don't. I don't fix my golf club, my glove on my golf hand when I'm playing that every yeah. time. Or even like in basketball, I also hate it that people dap up after every free throw. If you miss a free throw, stay the fuck on the lane. Yeah, I hardly got to. That was my mindset, and I didn't dap up my teammates a lot. You're a professional <laughs> athlete, even like you don't need a high five after a missed or made free throw, especially when you got another one coming. Yeah, that's a very good it's point. It's just uh, that part is very much me on my get-off-my-lawn thing. It's so stupid. I, like you have a guy walk from half court all the way up to the free throw line to slap another guy on the ass and be like, hey, good job, or hey, got the next one. Yeah, reset yourself, man. <laughs> it's a free throw. Uh-huh, but in like baseball, stay in the box. You don't need to adjust your gloves. Like If that's the difference between you getting a hit and not, you don't belong. So stay in the box. Do speed up the game like a little bit. Yeah. Like if it's 245 instead of three hours, fantastic. (laughs) 
I, mean, I don't even know if it's going to make that much of a difference, but it does drive me nuts. Yeah. Stay in the box. I, I'm right there. I agree with you. Looking at you. Uh, also today, like I said, a very special day for baseball. We'll get the Hall of Fame class announced today. This is Barry Bonds' last attempt. And there are other guys up there too. I, I think Roger Clemens, this might be his last attempt. But Barry Bonds is the big one. I have always said that I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I think we get a little bit carried away with what the Hall of Fame is. It's it's a museum that people get to go and read and learn about great baseball players. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds is a great baseball player. You can put it all over his plaque, his little area that he cheated. We need to talk about Barry Bonds, though. And I think even with the museum thing, make it a noted thing, like I said, that he cheated. Don't just cover it up like it never happened. Let's yeah. talk about it. Like, like, hey, hey, this, this was, was really bad, but at the same time, he was the best cheater we ever had. Right? <laughs> yeah. And also, like, he was very good before steroids. Mm-hmm. And everybody else in that era. I say let them all in. I agree. I don't, I don't understand. Like, I even think the same thing with Pete Rose. Just let him in. They're just exceptional. And then use them as learning pieces. Don't hide and act like it didn't happen. Yeah. It clearly did. We're all aware of it. Just be honest. Yeah, if you want to make a separate wing of the Hall of Fame, to be like, hey, by the way, this was from the steroid era. This guy, Roger Clemens, very good. Probably cheated. Barry Bonds, very, very good. Definitely cheated. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Pete Rose, throw him in there if you need to. Like, make a joke out of him. Like, look how big his neck grew over time yeah. due to steroid use. Dude, and it's going to go from, like, six inches wide to a foot and a half. And you'd be like, yeah. oh, my God. Instead of, like, seeing his... His cleats or batting gloves or whatever. Take his hat from his rookie season and then give us a, a couple in between there to his last season. And you're like, damn, his hat size grew an entire inch. Yeah, and if people what think happened? that might be kind of weird, go to Dallas. They have statues of people's hands. Jerry Jones's hands, Emmett Smith's hands, at Troy Aikman's hands. Yes, at the yeah. start. And it's just like, what in the world is this? People in Dallas love it. They're like, oh, my God, I just got to touch Troy Aikman's hands in a statue form. I don't I don't get it either. I don't. It is there, though. But with Barry Bonds, I don't think he's going to get in. I would love to hear later today that he does. I don't think it's going to happen, though. You really don't? I don't. I think so when you say, like, like, this is his last opportunity, like, never he's going to get vote, like opportunity to be voted in again? I'm not sure how baseball works. Like, uh, NFL has the old-timers where they'll let them in later. Yeah. I think baseball is different. I, I wouldn't be surprised if in, you know, a couple of years, in 20 years, if we have a lot of new voters that are like, hey, we want to make an amends to this, let Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. It shouldn't be 20 years, though. Right, but there's still so many old heads that are like, oh, not letting him in. That should be another thing. There should be an age limit on stuff in everything in life. Well, and they should if you like reach the age of 75, sorry, you're, we're just waiting for you to die. Yeah. Like, that's very rude. But. <laughs> that was pretty brutal. <laughs> wow. Like, 76-year-old like NFL head coach. No, sorry. It's just not going to happen. At 75, there should be forced. Like time. Pete Carroll. Like, Pete Carroll should be treated like Tom Brady right now. Tom Brady hit 40. Next five years, crazy. That's it with Pete Carroll. He's 70, 75. That's your last run. Or maybe we at least do a check-in and be like, hey, are you still good? Are you good enough to do this? Should you be driving? Because I tell you, I had a grandpa that was 88 years old and still driving. Dude, there was a guy that from our old hometown who had dementia and didn't know where he was, and he would just drive around town for hours 
We don't have a fucking stoplight in our town, and this guy's just taking laps. I find out he eventually died by hitting a train, driving into a train because he didn't see it coming. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Why is everyone just like, oh, there it goes. There it goes freaking Tim again, just taking a lap around liberal. Choo-choo. There goes Timmy. I, when my grandparents were old, one of them left the other and went back home. They were at Walmart. Yeah. And they were shopping, and one was like, I don't know. I think it was my grandpa. I was like, I don't know where the hell she is. Like, I'm going back home. <laughs> well, my mom did that to me, so, like, that's not that big of a deal. But but, <laughs> but even for them, it was like, hey, uh, I don't know where my husband is. Like, he didn't have a cell phone. Like, <laughs> yeah. 88 years old. Dude's at home just hollering for his wife. What are we having for dinner? Yeah, where is that bitch anyway? <laughs> She's still at Walmart waiting on your ass, so maybe there should be. And with some of these Hall of Fame voters, I do think you should do an audit every year. It's like, are you just being a prick to be a prick and say, no, nope, I'll never let Barry Bonds in. I'm closed-minded to it. Or some of these football writers like, no, Aaron Rodgers is a dickhead. I'm not <laughs> voting for him. That guy should probably lose his vote or at least be suspended for a year. You're like, nope, come back next year. Maybe you can vote. But with these baseball writers, if you're at a certain age, if you're not really paying attention anymore, it's probably time for you to go. Yeah, uh, It's also time for our listeners to go to minersandmonroe.com and use that code MIKEDUP10. Save yourself 10% off at checkout. If you're not in the Pittsburgh area, don't worry. Visit them online. If you are in the Pittsburgh area, I would highly recommend hopping in there, taking a look at their store and what they have. But again, if you're not, it's fine. Uh, you can take a look at what they have online at minersandmonroe.com. Use that code MIKEDUP10. Save yourself 10% off. Absolutely. The next website you should visit is gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs, accessories for your guns. You know, no reserved auctions every single week. So if there's a certain gun you're looking for, that website's most likely going to have it. You know, I'm wanting to go deer hunting next year. I caught up with a buddy over the weekend, little Tell the Truth Tuesday. He got married. He goes, hey, my father-in-law's got all this land. You know, I can't wait to go deer hunting on it next year. And I just, my ears kind of perked up and I was like, yo, I really want to go deer hunting too. Mel and I have been talking about it. Can I come with you? And he was like, man, absolutely. Do need to get a new rifle though. I was like, great. Got the perfect site, gunspot.com. There it is. We can get our ammo there as well. We can get scopes if we need it. Also, you know, no reserve auctions every single week. Like I said, there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, which is perfect. The other great thing about this site is, you know, it's there for your protection needs as well. So it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when danger will arise. So make sure you're in a position to protect you and your family. And you can do that with gunspot.com. This is a long ad. Just give him credit where it's due, and a little tell the truth huh? Tuesday. Yeah, dude, I'm excited. When is when is I'm gonna blow him down, bub? Because it ends. It's over now, right? Oh yeah. November. Well, I don't know. That was a oh real yeah. Question. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, deer season is over right now. <laughs> so it runs from like November something till what the end of the year. Yeah, pretty much. But like in the midst of that, there's different seasons where you know it's going to be youth season first, and then or archery, and then it's youth season to the guns, and then you know you can have rifle season, and then it's going to get into like your specialized weapons, which some people in some states will be a crossbow. Um, because other than that, like usually is, cross. When is axe season? That would be part of like the special weaponry season. So I'm I don't know exactly. Yeah, I mean, I had a buddy in high school who was like dead set on trying to kill a deer with a spear, so he wanted to hide in a tree. And I was just like, dude, you're an idiot. He, he said he tried it and he missed. And I'm like, you just decided to jump on the back of a deer and you and you still missed. And he's like, dude, it was nuts. It would be, would be fun. I want to duck But, hunting. yeah, it's like, I think I would like to go duck hunting too. I haven't really, With I've never hunting, been. I'm not like against it. I recognize why we need to do it. 
Yeah, how many cars I, get hit this year? <laughs> I could not pull the trigger and kill a deer. So myself. And I think we've we've kind of talked about this before, but like I kind of thought the same thing as a kid because I was real worried about it. But then like my dad had kind of really done a good job explaining like, hey, no, I I get the whole like yeah. we're gonna eat all of it. I'm fine with that. I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could personally take the life of a deer for any reason other than it's attacking me. Once you put in all the work and time, and you've been sitting in that tree stand for three hours, and you got to pee, and that fucker's been dancing around in the woods behind you, that thought's gone. It's like there you are, you son of a bitch. Four point. See ya. A duck, though, I don't even care. Quack if it flies. Kill them motherfuckers, <laughs> even if you're not eating it. <laughs> Just mowing them down. You want a machine gun and you want to go duck hunting? Do it, man. One We're thing I don't you. think I could do is like shooting pigs out of a helicopter. I feel like that's brutal. Like I get like I don't, and I know they're pigs and they tear stuff up and there's there's hundreds of them or whatever. I feel like that would be tough. I feel like it would be cool for a little bit and then it's just like. I've killed about 10 pigs. I, I'm kind of done. I don't done. think you'd kill that many, though. I bet it would be very hard to shoot from a helicopter. Well, they're they're all in herds. Like, well, you just kind of spray and pray, and next thing you know, 20 of them are just exploded. <laughs> and then you got that one individual, and it's zigzagging its fat ass through the field, and you're just like, whoop, 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 whoop. Those, like, videos play by though, play. of dudes hunting, like deer hunting, and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, there's a hog. Terrifying. Those things will tear you up. Oh, in the woods? Absolutely. Yeah. The, yeah. These are not those little pink, fat, pop belly pigs. Hey, I remember when they uh, had started kind of migrating their way up north from, like, Texas. Yeah. And we're going coon hunting, raccoon hunting, and we let our dogs out of the truck, and then we're just kind of standing there in the darkness. And, you know, you get the speech of, like, if there's a cow that comes at you in the field, just run around the tree. It'll get tied and run off eventually. When you got to talk about a pig, and it was like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> this isn't one we're fat. training for the state fair? Them fuckers can haul ass, man. And they're agile. It's not like, you know, a cow. You're like, yeah, zigzag this motherfucker. I'm yep. gone. Not a pig. Not a, a I don't think back. people realize that. Them things. And it's not like they're agile and they're going to, you know, 90 degree cut. They'll get you with the 75 degree cut, but it's flying by at about 30 miles an hour. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, hunting. With my hunting. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. I want to go duck hunting, though. It's a little bit of a catch-22 for me because I can't swim and I don't like water. Well, good thing you stand on the edge of the water. But Actually, there are some people where you just shot, sit though. in the water. So I need to hey, use a shotgun. That's why people use a shotgun. I know. Cause that's, <laughs> like you're hunting. I say I couldn't pull the trigger on a deer anyway. Even if I did, I'm going to miss. <laughs> I had an uncle. God, it, listening to his hunting stories were the best because he would go and he would have to take like extra shell or like extra bullets with them because he would he couldn't hit a deer to save his life. And like you know, I would come in and my little brother would come in and he'd be like, "You guys get a deer?" And he'd be like, "Yeah." And he's like, "How many times do you have to shoot at it?" And we'd just be like, "Like once." And he'd be like, "Ah, oh, like that's cool." And you hear him tell a story and he's just like, oh, "I shot over it. I shot under it. I missed it." And he's like. The deer would just start running over the field, but it's this open cornfield, so he would just kind of walk an extra fifty yards, wait for it to slow down, and shoot again. It was ridiculous. I knew Listen, a like, tell stories. one time that told me a story about like this deer that he could barely even process because it had been shot so many times. That might have been my uncle's deer. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, I don't even know what to do with this thing. Like they wanted it mounted. He's like, I can't mount it. It's been shot in the head twice. <laughs> There's a hole right through the neck. Yeah, so like, you want to you hang that on your living room. That's uh, fine. It wasn't even like a big, like nice buck. I think that dude would be like, this was the first shot. This is the one I thought I missed, but I actually, you know, you I think this is the one that did it. You shot that thing nine times? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, buddy. I don't think that's how you're supposed to hunt. 
don't, I don't, I'm not an expert on the situation. I think you want to preserve some of that meat though <laughs> before you're just mowing them all down. Um, anyway, let's talk about franchise quarterbacks. Yeah, let's There's do been that. a lot of talk about who would you start your franchise with, especially with the Mahomes and Josh Allen stuff going around. And I think that you and I are maybe a little bit biased on the situation, but I we're both taking Mahomes. I do think for yeah. me a little bit is that I've just been a huge fan of his since he got in the league. I think a lot of Buffalo Bills fans would look at it and say, nope, not giving up Josh Allen. I get it. Uh, because what he's been able to do, a little bit different of a quarterback. Yeah. But I, it's not a bad spot to be in. But it, for me, I would take Mahomes. He's just a little bit more accomplished at an early age. Yep. I think Mahomes is 26, Allen's 25. Yeah. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. So are you saying just out of the four, you want to break it down a poll like we did on like you did on Twitter? Let's do it like the polls. Okay. In the poll, I put it Mahomes versus Allen for one of the polls. Yep. Um, and it is. It's 74%. Towards Patrick Mahomes, I I do think Josh Allen is number two. That's why I put him with Mahomes on this list. I I think when you talk about some of the other guys, uh, like Tom Brady's great, and I I had somebody in my mentions the other day. He's probably going to retire, and I'm time will eventually catch up. He will either retire or he will not look as good. And for my money, right now, if I had to start a franchise, it's definitely. Josh Allen, and I don't. It shouldn't even be a debate. You're getting another year or two of Brady. You're getting another ten to twelve at least with Josh mm-hmm. Allen. Yeah, I'm going to take that guy. Yeah, I'm right there with you. But if I had to pick out of Mahomes and Allen, it would clearly be Mahomes. I just, granted, he does have you know good weapons around him. You know, sooner than Allen did, he kind of had to wait for that rebuild to be there. They had to build yeah. the offensive line. You know, he's really only got digs. You're kind of waiting for Dawson Knox, defensive guy, to continue to develop. So there's you know that side to it as well. But like. I just think the difference between them is the arm angles that Mahomes can throw from and just the way he processes things so quickly. I think Allen is – he's very good. I'm not taking anything away from him. But, like, even looking at that game, he's just so elusive in the pocket that he keeps plays alive or he just keeps drives going with his legs. Yeah. It, to, I think it's one and, – and, it, and there's no – you know, there's no disrespect tied to that at all. Right. And then I think the next two that are – right up there that we've all been talking about right now. A little bit more difficult of a question, uh, Joe Burrow versus Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, I think we did put this poll up last year. It was Justin Herbert. Yeah. Like, not even very close. This year, with the poll that we put up this morning, uh, Joe Burrow has 61% of the vote. Yeah, and I uh, I actually voted for Justin Herbert here. Did you? I see. I because my it. thought was, and I know this, you know, and if you know, if my my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. But if Justin Herbert and the Chargers were in the playoffs, I wonder how dangerous they'd be. Yeah. Because I mean, you look at Cincinnati, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. They almost lost to the Raiders, and they barely beat Tennessee. Right. So it's like if you put the Chargers in there, granted, you know, you couldn't win the game that mattered most, and that was against the Raiders, just part of it. But at the same time, Justin Herbert in that offense in the playoffs would have been terrifying. And this is a new new system for Herbert as mm-hmm. well that he's learning yep. this year. So it's obviously his second year. Didn't get to see Burrow his full rookie year. It's neck and neck right there. I do think it, it should be closer than 60-40 that it is. And I also look at it as like if these quarterbacks were to switch places. Like if we were to look at Justin Herbert on this team – you know, and these young weapons that he has more than just Keenan Allen and a banged up Mike Williams until it's contract season, I think we'd be looking at Herbert and the Bengals and be like, oh, my God. Like, they're about to run the North forever. And, you know, some people might say the same thing about Burrow, but we'll see. Yeah, they're both very good. 
the four quarterbacks that we've mentioned so far, mm-hmm. Mahomes is the oldest. The future of the NFL is so bright. Like, my God, it's Especially amazing. I'm so excited. Side. Yes. Uh, for sure. Uh, how about the NFC side where there are a little bit more veteran quarterbacks? I put this poll up. Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. I'm assuming Rodgers is going to play for a couple more years. Russell Wilson will definitely be playing for a couple more years. I went with Russell Wilson because of the age difference. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer Aaron Rodgers is going to play. I mean, there's a good possibility he retires this year. <laughs> I'm done, he says. Right? Like, I'm just going to go back to Hawaii and hang out, which can't fault him for <laughs> you that. You know, I wanted to talk about this yesterday, but I didn't get to it because we were not necessarily all over the place. This conversation was flowing. The one thing that irritated me the most about Aaron Rodgers this season was the fact that he never cut his hair. I absolutely hate it. It just looks so nasty. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from a guy with no hair. And that was my thing on uh, – what well, they play on Sunday? Yeah. Or whenever. I was going to tweet about his nasty-ass hair. But I was like, yeah, I don't really have the room to talk about somebody's hair. So I'm it's not just, going to. But it's it's just so wiry. It just doesn't look good. Yeah, stringy. It's not good. Yeah. I'm not like a hairstylist. I think but. he's – it's like he's getting ready to go play in a band in the off season. You know, he kind of played the guitar a little bit in Hawaii with his fiance and new friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just, you know, like, I want the band look. Some guys just. Maybe that's what his fiance likes. And if that's the case, do whatever, bub. You, you won that one. You didn't win the game when it mattered most, but you won the game of life outside of the field. Yeah, he's doing pretty well. But yeah. as far as, like, on the field, I do think we see a bounce-back season from Russell Wilson. It didn't look great this year. He had his first losing season ever. Uh, but he did play through that, that finger injury. Mm-hmm. that I think probably never fully recovered. So I am going to take Russell Wilson. Even in, uh, what was it, 22 hours of rehab or whatever? <laughs> yeah, 26 hours of rehab every day. <laughs> uh, didn't quite cut it for him. But I do think that he's going to make a recovery next year. With Seattle or no? That that I don't know about. I'm still saying no. If I were I think these next today, three months is about to be so crazy in the world of football that we're just there's not going to be enough we can't we're not gonna be able to get everything discussed in a that's show. what i'm rooting for yeah but i i think that he probably stays in seattle just because i do think a lot of it comes down to the fact that they won't trade him yeah i hope they do actually rooting for it it would be very exciting yeah but i am i'm gonna take wilson over rogers so i actually took rogers and I'm kind of second-guessing it because I'm such a fan of Russell Wilson, but I just, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is so special. It's just hard to look at it with the way they lost mm-hmm. this past week. So. And with Rodgers, if he were younger, I would definitely take him. I think he's a better mm-hmm. quarterback than Russell Wilson. But this is like the franchise starter going forward. Aaron Rodgers is 38. Russell Wilson's 33. So if I can, you know, I'm getting at least five years out of Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Might get one or two with Roger. <laughs> and that's that's the, literally the only thing that it came down because, to. Because, I mean, at any given moment, Jeopardy could be like, you got the spot for yeah. you. Somebody else fucked up and said something <laughs> stupid. You want to come in? Oh, wait. What's your take on COVID? Never mind. <laughs> that's probably why he's so uh, open now. Uh, Jeopardy was like, no, nah, actually, you've got some controversial takes. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. Not getting that job. I'm spilling everything. Here's the tea. Yeah. Dewormer. Yeah. If it works, uh, take it, I guess. I don't know. Next two, uh, Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jacks. Son, as <laughs> it's supposed to be. Uh, very similar quarterbacks in this one. I I accidentally selected Kyler Murray in our poll. I'm going to take Lamar Jackson, though. That's who I took as well. I, I like the longevity of Lamar Jackson better than I like the longevity of And he's of Kyler developed Murray. so much 
I don't just yeah, that's it. He's just, he's developed so much. I mean, he's become you know a passer. You've had to worry about that. He's been putting the ball in tight windows and get it down the field. He can attack the sideline more than what we saw in year one and year two. And then you look at Kyler Murray, and it's like it peaks, it peaks, it peaks, and then it just you fall right off the cliff. Yeah, it, I mean Lamar Jackson is definitely better with his legs. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Lamar Jackson add like ten to twelve pounds. He's yeah. still going to be dynamic with his legs, but man, I'd feel better about watching him run. That is very true. Yep. And he's still going to be just as good. And he's like already won an MVP in the poll results. And again, I messed up on my voting. Um, it's 53% Lamar Jackson. This dude has an MVP. He's been to the playoffs. He's been successful. It, maybe this is me again, <laughs> not being able to see it with Kyler Murray. I don't think he's that good. I, I mean, do we come off as just like biased Texas fans shitting on Kyler Murray? Probably. But I feel like I've kind of, I feel like we've gotten past that point of like, okay, he's not at Oklahoma. He's with the Arizona Cardinals three years now. We've kind of mm-hmm. saw him rise and then it crumbles and falls apart. And now yeah. ownership is pissed. Whether, you know, there was a meeting where things got really heated and shit hit the fan or nothing happened at all, we don't really know. I do think shit hit the fan in that meeting probably. But. What are you going to do now? You got to hire a new head coach and another quarterback, you know, in well, what is that, two nice in a five-year span? For Kyler Murray, I do think there's obviously a lot of potential there for him. Get him with a better coach. Do you think so, though? I I would like to see it. If I'm the Cardinals, if I'm the GM or the ownership group, I would want to put him with a different coach besides Cliff Kingsbury. And I know that pairing is kind of what they wanted to see happen, but I don't mm-hmm. think that Cliff is like a – a quarterback developer. I know it was also going around yesterday as a little bit of a meme of like, how do you stop Patrick Mahomes? Make Cliff Kingsbury his head coach. <laughs> that is very true. Like it's, yeah. it's a joke, but it's also true. It's funny because it's true. He had Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback in the shitty ass big 12 and he couldn't win games. there. And he had speed. They had so much speed at Texas A&M or at right? Texas Tech, excuse me, and did nothing with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll see. I, I would get rid of Cliff Kingsbury if I were the Cardinals. I would hang on to Kyler Murray for a couple more years, see what happens there. He's been good. Uh, last year was a weird situation because he was very good early, got hurt, and then things kind of fell apart for mm-hmm. them. Uh, last one, Dak Prescott versus Matt Stafford. Uh, this one is very close, 51% to 48%. I don't, I don't know where I stand on this one. I think I want to go with Dak Prescott. That's right. I, I did. talked out of it. <clears throat> so I looked at it as like right now, Matthew Stafford, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to talk myself out of it. Because when I look at Dak, it's like he makes plays with his legs. That's awesome and exciting. But at the same time, like you're going to have those boneheaded plays where it's like, why, why did you think you could fit the ball in that window? Like why are you trying to run 20 yards upfield when we have 10 seconds left? Get down, spike the ball, give yourself another opportunity. You deal with that, but then you look at Stafford, and it's like, all right, well, you're going to go on a stretch where you throw, you know, you know, ten interceptions in a, a four-game well. stretch, yeah, and it gets kind of aggravating. But at the same time, I like that type of quarterback. <laughs> yeah, you do. so like I voted for Dak. I wish I could change it to Matthew Stafford because that was disrespectful of me. And Stafford is Dak 30. is 28. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Did you think he was older or younger? Younger. Yeah. I thought he was the same age as me. It's going to be year five for him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for some reason I thought we were the same age. He's been in the league a lot longer than that. 
Yeah. Because yeah, he had his he got paid off of his franchise tag. Uh, he's been in the league for six years. But I, I am going to take Dak. I like the mobility that he has, and I like. I think he can still develop a little bit. Matt Stafford, he's been in the league a long time. He is who he is, mm-hmm. which is good. But if I'm starting a franchise and moving forward, I will take Dak Prescott in this one. I didn't put it up for any polls, but are there any other guys that you look at and you're like, yep, I could start a franchise with him, mainly not quarterbacks? Not quarterbacks? Um, I think you definitely go to the defensive side of the ball, like a Miles Garrett. I feel like that's a lock. Yeah. Um, if we're talking in terms of like who they are right now or like I get them as a rookie knowing what their career is going to turn into. Or uh, T.J. Watt again. So, yeah, T.J. Watt, like – I'm with you on Miles Garrett too. If I had to go, like you know, say like defense safety wise, like a Derwin James, a Tyron Matthew, just in terms of leadership Ooh, and D- being able to lead. Tyron's old though. I meant like that's why I asked like, do I get them where they are now or do I get them oh, as yeah. a rookie knowing what no, they're where they are now? So yeah, not Tyron now, but like I mean, Derwin James definitely. Um, I see you have a receiver tied in. Shit, I would start a, uh, a franchise with Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. Not maybe no offense with the right that's quarterback. Not old, though. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, you got to think me, you're starting the franchise. So, like, I look at it as you're going to start the franchise. You're going to get another four to five years solid with them, and they train the next guy. That's how. That's kind of how I've been viewing this. Like, if I'm starting with the outside positions, even at tight end, instead of Travis Kelsey, thirty-two, like, give me Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Okay. This is where kind of where my yeah. mindset is. AJ Brown for receiver, I think yeah. that'd be a good one. Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Jamar Chase. Yep. When you get into some of those older guys, like they've been very good, and that's where like Travis Kelsey, George Kittle seems sneaky old to me. I don't. I'm just gonna look up how old. I feel like he is. he's 28 or 29. He's 28. Yeah. So he's actually sneaky young. I t- I don't C. want this to Lamb. come off as like oh I don't like George Kittle. He plays older than 28. Yeah, he's banged up all the time. Yep, he's he's been taking. Like I beat. get people like oh they want to deem him as the number one tight end in the NFL. Play. Like, be out there and help your right. team. Yeah, even this year he played 14 out of 17 games. Had 70 catches, 900 yards, six touchdowns. They're good numbers. Mm-hmm. He has played one complete season. Very much aware. But he blocks. He, he blocks and he giggles when he blocks people into the end zone and falls down. He laughs. And People love it. This is my take with both Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. They get a little bit overrated because they're such big personalities. 100%. This is my uh, Johnny Cash take, too. Very good performer. If it weren't for all the like other stuff that came with Johnny Cash, we would just be like, oh, yeah, he was good. Let's not forget Travis Kelsey had a TV show to find a girlfriend. <laughs> right? Uh, I like Travis Kelsey a Did lot. Did you watch that show? What I was did. it, like Catching Kelsey or something? Before, I've been a fan for four years. Of the Kansas City Chiefs. Before that, I did not like Travis Kelsey. <laughs> kind of came off as a douchebag. And if oh, really he was. Honest, he was a shithead, dude. <laughs> I think he still is. It's a little bit more funny now that I'm a fan of the Chiefs. He's, he's not a guy that like, oh, you could have a beer with anybody in the NFL. I don't think I'm taking him. <laughs> I think that's a little too much personality. Kelsey? Yep. I feel like he does. He... 
before he was such a shithead because he was trying to get like media attention and he wanted to be a focal point. And I was like, ooh, like I got to become more of a leader now. I'm getting a little older on the team, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I got to take it a little more serious. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to lead and just be like a media personality. But I think when the cameras are off, he's a pretty chill dude. I bet he's still fun and a little obnoxious, but that's just Travis being Travis. But when the cameras are around, not sure. Whoa! Yeah, Yeah, like the after the game stuff, like, hey, tone it down. (laughs) <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of other good tight ends too, like uh, TJ Hawkinson. Your yep. guy Noah Fant, other Iowa guy. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, Noah Fant. I do like Noah Fant a lot. It's just get him a quarterback. Yeah, Darren Waller is one of my favorite players in the entire league, just because I, I kind of root for his story. But even he's like 29. Oh, I thought he was older than that. He's only 29. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how some guys are like, oh, you're only 29. It's like, he's 28. That's crazy. And then I tell people, I'm 26. And I'm like, motherfucker, you look 35. I had someone tell me that last week. They're like, oh, I thought you were like in your 30s. I was like, I get that. Like, ouch, but shit. <laughs> you can think things and not say them out loud. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. people know that. Ugh. There are definitely some people that do not know that. They're unaware. And uh, that was the, the – I mean, I kind of did it to myself, I guess, to Elcher Tuesday. I was out talking to someone, and I was like, how old are you? And they're like, oh, I'm 24. I was like, oh, I thought you were a little bit older than that. And like, how old are you? And I was like, 26. Like, oh, I definitely thought you were older than that too. And I was like, oh, okay. Now i got to do the follow-up question. How old did you think I was? Um, <laughs> Ouch. How's that work out for you? Never good. Never good. I know sometimes uh, people will be like, how old do you think I am? I'm pretty. I'm a pretty good guess. I love it when older women do it because I'm just like, I know you're in your 60s. 32 and like oh my god you're the best i don't go that low i go low oh i go super low to where they think that i was actually guessing but i always just like subtract two like whatever i think the answer is minus two so the other day somebody asked me uh how old i thought they were and i was looking at them i'm like 30 31 and i actually said 27 28 They're like oh really like no actually i would have put you about 30 but <laughs> How old are they? Uh, they were 30. <laughs> but I, I said 27, 28, and they're like, oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah I was like, oh, really? I, I wouldn't have guessed that you were in your 30s yet. <laughs> no, I guessed right. It, it Who was it? There was a girl a couple weeks ago that was like, how old do you think I am? And I could tell she was kind of like 30s or whatnot. So almost, I, went, I went the other way. I was like, I don't know, 45, 48. And she's like, oh, my God, do you really think so? Like, Fuck, I've been doing like this facial like treatment. And I was like, I'm kidding. I'm doing no another idea. one? <laughs> yeah. You dog. <laughs> that's uh that's something that you can yeah. uh, tell the Why do they not there? come up with a new name for that? Like I hate when girls like maybe I just need to stop being a pervert or yeah, just your mind out of the gutter. Where they're just like, Oh yeah, I got a facial schedule for like two o'clock today and it's like <clears throat> I do that, I don't know. It's still like such a high school mindset, like, oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> it definitely it is so dumb but it is a high school mindset yeah but also when you're at club 609 stuff happens uh, <laughs> yeah and you should definitely check you kind of lean over the bar like hey, i heard yeah, that <laughs> uh, maybe do that later uh, check them out for the great happy hour two for one drink specials two dollar draft pours at the best bar in joplin probably the best bar in the state maybe in the country maybe in the world even uh going there great appetizers and uh, as i said drink specials very good drinks that was really like the re- that was the the sticking point on me going there all the time. Oh yeah, I think I'm running on like six or seven years pretty consistently now, and it was that first time going in and being like, "Wait, you're giving me two drinks for the price of one? That's actually a thing. It's not half off." 
that's awesome. And then you drink and you're like, okay, I can tell there's alcohol in here. You don't have to question it. Like, mm, did they get the vodka in the Sprite? No, they did. Did they get the Sprite in the vodka? <laughs> Sometimes the question at Club 609. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So visit them at their website at downtownlube.com. For their full list of services, Mark Edder and the guys pride themselves on getting you in and out as quickly as possible in the same day. Again, visit their website, downtownlube.com, for their full list of services. And any questions you need answered, it's all going to be right there on the site. Also, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need your tire serviced, the oil changed, or just a little bit of a tune-up. So make sure you go to Downtown Lube and get it taken care of right there. All right, now it is time for Tell the Truth Tuesday. Uh, we have a listener-submitted story, I, I don't know, and we also have a listener-submitted question. So let's start there with the question first. Uh, that I like that it's a simple one, and it's not too deep, because I did this morning, I said... Send us your Tell the Truth Tuesdays. I wish more people would. But the first question is, what kind of student were you, um, high school and college? Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah. Uh, high school, I'll be completely honest, small town, pretty much raised underneath the rock. My mom had me absolutely terrified that if I was going to be getting in any trouble, uh, I was going to die. She used to hit me with, uh, do you want to live to see your next birthday? And my answer was, yes, mom, I would. And she was so, like, get out of my face. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go play mad in my room. Very good student. When a teacher needed something, I was there to help. But at the same time, very honoring and obnoxious. It was like, no teachers around. Let's have some fun. There's a teacher. Suit up. Play it cool. Kind of like when I see a cop on the road. Drop my phone, scratch my face. Face itch. That's why my hand's up here. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not <laughs> yeah. watching. Not watching Man game. in the Arena. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I couldn't do that. <laughs> Didn't you, quite see it this time. I was. I never got in trouble. I I never got in much trouble. I would get in yeah. trouble occasionally in high school for like skipping class. Uh, there was one time where I had a like a it's called drafting, right? Drawing different things mm -hmm. at a drafting class, and I had missed two weeks straight for just finding ways to get out of that class to where eventually the teacher's like, you come to class tomorrow or you're going to be in real trouble mm -hmm. again, small school. So it's like, all right, fine. Fuck it. I'll come back. <laughs> but I never like caused problems in the classroom. I wasn't obnoxious. I wasn't like yeah. talking out of turn or anything like that. Like I am a rule follower. So if, like, I'm not doing anything to purposely get in trouble. I might not be there to follow the rules, but if I'm there, <laughs> I'm following the rules. Yeah, that's good. That's a good. I mean, the one thing that I remember getting in trouble for was when, uh, like, the whole posterized thing became like a trend, and like you would kind of set like your buddies dunking. up, and then you would like jump over. Yeah. Well, I would set them up by the locker and be like posterized and jump up and slam the locker. Yeah. And then the science teacher came out and was like, "Austin, knock it off!" And mm -hmm. I was just like, "All right." And then I posterized her over a door and walked away. Like I'm not running through the hallways, anything like that. No. I, my the only time I ever had like a negative review on my uh, parent teacher conference is one time in fourth grade my teacher told my mom that i needed to pick new friends because my friends were shitheads same <laughs> and i was like so pissed off by it i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna be friends with them even harder <laughs> but by the end of you the have year, no idea how hard this friendship goes <laughs> by the end of the year it was, they had another parent teacher conference and the teacher's like you know what i was wrong 
He was a really good example for those kids. And I'm like, that's right, bitch. Uh, <laughs> that was the only time. That- <laughs> yeah, you call your teacher a bitch. I'm actually, Not just to kidding. Her face, but yeah. behind her breath, uh, because yeah. my new rough friends taught me how to cuss. Uh, <laughs> that that was the only time that I ever had a teacher like speak negatively about me. There weren't a lot of high praise. Most of the time, I was pretty quiet. I get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, I could see that because you are very quiet at times. But when I got to high school, I was really good for my first two years. Yeah. Then, as I say, Pandora's box was opened. Well, I feel like, yeah, freshman and sophomore year, like, man, these juniors and seniors, like, got life figured out. They're big, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, I was completely different, though, because my older brother, Matt, has always been my best friend. When I was in seventh grade, he was a senior. So when I was in seventh and eighth grade, it was like, oh, wow, like, these are the older kids. Yeah. Da-da-da-da-da. By the time I was a freshman and sophomore, I was hanging out with college kids. And then they kind of started doing their own thing where like, oh, you can't go to the bars. You're not 21. Mm -hmm. So then it was like, well, now I've established a lifestyle and I'm 17. (laughs) I'm going to continue doing this stuff. (laughs) I'm just going to have to do it with high schoolers now. That sounds really bad, but that's as far as I'm going with that. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I was, I was the opposite. Like the you know, growing up in the time that we did, like a lot of family members of me going through school, a lot of my cousins were all the same age. They were also a bunch of snitches and we all went to the same church. So like, it was also the fear of my mother. And then also the fact of embarrassing her or being the talk of the church on Sunday I was like, you're not going to believe what Austin did or said, yada, yada. And I got all these cousins who were goody two shoes. Yeah. And then you have the one who decided to be the problem child. And it was like, everyone talked about them. And I'm just like, whoo. Not hanging out with you guys anymore. <laughs> right. As far as college goes, I had two really different college experiences. I went to college right out of high school, did a lot of drinking and partying, and was like, I need to take a break from this. Yeah. I left after my first year of college. I had a 1.7 GPA. And mm. that's when I decided, hey, dude, if you just want to drink and have fun, go do that. Don't also try to do. <laughs> yeah. So I took like two years off. Took uh, two gap years, partied my little ass off, and then uh, eventually went back, ended up getting married. And then like that era of college, just boring as fuck. Yep. Hunkered down, made the grades (laughs) because I had to. Yeah. After posting that one seven, you can't be here anymore. Like, no, I'll do better. (laughs) So the second time around, I did do much better and was like a, a very good student. What did you finish with GPA? The three two, hey, out a boy. I after starting at a one seven, <laughs> yes. I tell you, bud, getting to a three two, I was very proud of it. Hell yeah! And I also I brag on myself all the time. When I finished college, I was married, I had two kids, and I was working a full time job and a full time student. So I'm very proud of my three two. Some people are like, "Guy's a fucking moron." <laughs> uh, I don't care. I started at a one seven. I went through some shit, and I finished with a three two. And I'm proud of it. Odds were stacked against you. Some of it might have been your fault. It still came <laughs> yeah, out on top. Right, right. A lot of people saying I couldn't do it, but I did it. That is that is actually a fact, though. Yeah. I did have a girlfriend uh, when I started going back to college, and her mom was like, he's not going to finish. Like, why is he wasting his time? And then it was like, she's a bitch, and so are you. So bye. <laughs> Adios, amigo. <laughs> yeah, but good college student. Yeah. Um, okay, so do you want to go to the other one, or do you want me to go? Yeah, uh, you go for it. Okay, so went to the game. A little tell the truth. Oh, the Chiefs game. 
Yep, sat front row after the game ended, realized I couldn't really quite get out of the stadium, so I was like, I'm just going to turn around and watch the field, just kind of soak in these moments and enjoy it. And in that process, here comes the equipment cleaning crew. They're picking up all the equipment, getting rid of stuff, and they have all these hand towels, and they're throwing them in this container right in front of me, and it's the Bills sideline. And I ask one guy who I realize is just there working for the Chiefs, so he's in the NFL game. I was like, hey, man, like, what are the odds like I get one of those towels? And he's like, well, hey, here's one. Just take it. I don't give a shit. They're not mine. I was like, all right, dope. Congrats on the win. Hope you enjoyed it. He's like, yeah, you too. And then the other Bills equipment managers are throwing out like the stocking caps and like player hats and shit like that. So the Bills were getting treated a little better, plus they lost and they're all pissy. But I got this game towel, and it's got actual grass on it. And my thing is, the reason for the tell the truth, I got it, and I was like, this is cool. Now I don't know what to do with it. Because, I, like, it's, it's it was clearly, like, a player had clearly used it to, like, wipe the sweat or whatnot. Maybe right. their tears. But then it had been thrown down into the grass. So, like, there is arrowhead grass on the town. There still is. When I walked in, some fell underneath my desk, and I was like, that's winning grass right there. I'm going to roll my chair over. And I did. And that's incorporated <laughs> in the carpet of the office. What? So it's like, that was a joke. <laughs> You've it's right there, dog. Dude, look at arrowhead it. turf that's going to get vacuumed up under your desk. What does that do for you? Just put you back in the moment, man. God, I thought the towel. I just smell. Ridiculous. I just smell victory, man. But the thing is, so back to tell the truth. Probably shit, piss, and blood. Nah, it your, didn't get that your serious. Your desk here is gonna light up. I'm bringing in a black light. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't know what to do with this towel now. Probably just put it under your desk with the blade of grass that you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're ridiculous. Sometimes you have arrowhead grass. Yeah, dude. Look, check it out. Give me a second. Under your desk for some reason, like the towel, even like, yeah. What are you gonna do with it? I also look, look at all that grass, dog. I want you to think about this towel. You played sports. What did you do with the towel when you were playing? Just wipe my face and arms, and then right. you're wiping. The so skin. I'm not gonna use. I'm like, I'm not. I mean, I. I'll be honest. I sniffed the towel, <laughs> and then I put it in my jacket. I wanted to make sure it didn't have anything like that. If it would have had piss, I'm like, you can keep this towel. And I'd have been like, I smell the player's piss. That would have been to tell the truth Tuesday, three years down the road. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> that towel does not have piss in it. There's so grass you, all over you have it, a but dirty I don't. Towel from a football game. But I don't know what to do with it. I kind of want it like my thought was like maybe I can just kind of write on there the date and like the score of the game. And like I think that'd be kind of cool. But then at the same time, it's just I don't know. You're going to shadow box the towel. No, I like that's like I'm not. I don't know. Like, do I just fucking fold it up and set it somewhere? And then people, here's my mindset truthfully I want to collect as many cool, like, personal items as like collectible stuff. Uh-huh. And then when I get a house and have a basement, and just be like, here's all this stuff. Like, here's so that signed picture of Eddie Kennison. That's fucking dope. Yes, greatest game to ever happen in NFL history. I got that's a goddamn game towel. You wash it and then you keep it by your bedside. No, that's weird. <laughs> Because then it's going to be weirder than Why would I keep it by my bedside? <laughs> it's not even like you got. You have grass clippings. <laughs> we are very different when it comes to like holding on to things. Yeah, but I mean, that's my mindset. It's like they're all like talking pieces or items. Like the, the signed picture of Eddie oh. Kennison. I think that would be cool in a basement. The signed picture of Dante Hall. That's cool. I can get My life word. is dope. I've got to do a lot of dope shit. I got some dope stuff. I want to be able to have it. I got a fucking, I got a street cone in my living room as a talking piece. And guess what? It's worked out phenomenally. Has it? Yes. People walk in and was like, what's up with that? 
Funny you ask, it's a talking piece. Look at us. And then we laugh and we talk about something else. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Now, I actually want to get rid of it because it's just become an eyesore at this point. But Yeah, it's a big, bright, like four feet tall cone. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're going to do with that damn towel either. Well, That's kind of what I'm asking you guys. Maybe someone can give me – just slide well, in the DMs know, and just – Tell me what to do. With Tell me if I'm being ridiculous. Maybe other people are like, yeah, that's really cool. You have a dirty ass towel from a football game. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I will admit when I'm wrong. I would ne- they would have thrown that towel to me and I'd been like, that's going to stay in the stadium. <laughs> or I would have just given it to you, which I'm like, yes. I'm <laughs> saying, oh, yeah, you want a souvenir cup that I'm not going to take? Uh, that's another th- I looked for souvenir cups on my way out because I wanted one that had like the AFC divisional game and like maybe oh. both teams on it. Couldn't find one. Everyone else already taken them. I so I used to collect those too. I, they've changed them though, and they're kind of shitty now. They're like a very thin yeah. plastic. So now I'm like, no, I don't want that. Yeah. They used to be like good cups. I still have cups. Uh, I got some like Royals cups that have Zach Grinky on it still. Oh, that's cool. And I used to. I probably have twenty of them. Mm-hmm. I, I collect the helmets, the, the brisket nachos come in. And like that's my other thought. One day you have a basement. Like what cups are we gonna put down there? Don't even worry about it. I've been collecting them for years. Yeah, I got them from a Blues game, a Cardinals game, Royals, Chiefs. Yeah, but the ones that, like, over the last, i say, two years, they don't feel like they're going to last long. So it's like, I'm not collecting that. Yeah, I just don't use I just collect them to the side. Yeah. Uh, well, I also have an embarrassing one. And even last night, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, nothing really has happened over the last week that I could be like, oh, tell the truth on this one. Uh, but I have a little bit of an embarrassing one because last night I was getting ready to go to bed. And I was taking my shoes off and I had like some athletic shorts on uh, that I was wearing around the house. And I sat on my bed to take my socks off. But I sat on my phone charger. It shocked the shit out of my beehole. <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> – I didn't like it. <laughs> and it like it hurt. I'm not talking about like a shock like – Oh, that was surprising. I mean, I yelped like a dog in a shock collar. Like, <laughs> and I, I had no idea what it was. I honestly thought I might have gotten bit by a spider again. But it was just a – I need to throw the phone charger away clearly because it's not a good – There's residue. <laughs> and I had, I had shorts on. But I think the static from the shorts and the fact that it's like starting to fall apart is not a good combination for me. I sat right on it. Thank God it wasn't. A little bit more. So you sent a little electrical current down the down the phone charger and it came right back. Oh yeah. My immediate thought is like <laughs> when they're trying to get when they're trying to breed like bulls and they'll stick that thing up and then just to kind of like help them ejaculate or whatever, so they get bull semen and impregnate the cows. <laughs> just, that was my immediate thought with you. It's just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like it. Oh, too much, too much detail on my little expl- explanation. I'm sorry, that's yeah, messed what? up. But like, fuck, <laughs> you got yelped like a dog. Holy shit, that's I am crying. <laughs> I didn't expect it to happen. Be safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you have a phone watch charger, where you place your phone charger. Yeah, near your bed. I've heard before. I I watched like a little story about how they can blow up if you put your phone under your pillow. Yeah. So I I always make sure I didn't do that, and I usually like hang it over my bedpost, so it's not touching my mattress. Yeah. But I got lazy. One time I get lazy, I sit on a phone charger. <laughs> And almost lose a nut over it. 
<laughs> How big is the? Is it like a ten foot cord, or is it like the the just the original cord that comes no, with it? No, it's one. I got it off Amazon. Okay, so it's not even one of the little um, Apple ones. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll be buying a different brand when I replace it. Whenever me and my phone charger break up. Uh, I I'll go to my next <laughs> truth. I've been eating way too much just Casey's pizza in the morning. Like the last probably three weeks. Your it's breakfast like, pizza? Yeah. And I eat it before I come in the office, and I walk in with the oh. coffee, and it's like, oh, wow, Austin, that's a lot of coffee you've had this week. And it's like, huh. Yeah, Think about the, the slice of pizza that came with it. <laughs> right? Uh, Here's my iced coffee. <laughs> I love pizza. It's so bad. But I only spend like five bucks, so it's like five bucks for a coffee and a pizza <laughs> and reward points for gas. Sign me up. Yeah. That's I'm getting gas for like a dollar fifty, man. Really? I got so many points. Yeah, you're buying it. But at this point I can't brag anymore. <laughs> there for a while with my Casey's rewards, I was getting like I was buying shit that I didn't need or like. Because <laughs> it was like if you buy this product, an extra two hundred and fifty bonus points. What are you just scrolling like, the yeah, app we'll for take deals? That surge soda or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Why'd I buy this? Like I don't drink coffee. Why did I just buy a Starbucks thing from Casey's? Because they were two for four dollars or whatever, and did I you got, drink them? No. Would I know. You, I know. Don't judge me. What'd you do with them? Just threw it away. I tried it. I didn't just oh, okay. walk out and throw. It. I was like, yeah, I'll try <laughs> yeah it. got my points. Got Sometimes I like coffee, but I tried it. It's like, nope, this is still not good for me. As if you're like, oh, I gave it to a homeless person. Like, good for you. No, I would never. No, don't want to give them caffeine. No. You really don't. <laughs> no. I saw a report actually today, speaking of homeless people, uh, that L.A. is trying to get rid of their homeless population. Don't send them to Joplin, damn it. Uh, and I, a lot of people were kind of talking shit on L.A. that I saw. Like, how could you do this? Like, maybe do a better job of taking care of them and getting them moved. Let me be the bearer of bad news for you. This happens every year around the Super Bowl. Uh, I've heard people tell stories before of like, I think it was Houston. When they went to Houston, they got there a little bit early. They were literally bulldozing tent cities. Mm -hmm. Not like, hey, move your stuff. They're just knocking it all out and like get away from the stadium. Yeah. We don't want you here. You got to get away from the stadium. So if you're one of those people who is sympathetic to homeless people, wherever the Super Bowl is, there's a lot of work to be done every yeah. single year. And right now it's L.A. and SoFi Stadium. You better head that way with the truck and like hop on in. We're going somewhere. Don't bring them back to Joplin. There's I'm enough so of them here. It's ridiculous. Like per capita. Obviously, there's a lot more yeah. homeless people in L.A., but the homeless population here is it's so bad. Sadly, tell the truth Tuesday, I'm not sympathetic. It's I really – I used to be, man. Like I've given – you know, in Kansas City, I saw a guy walk across the street, and I don't mean this like, oh, I'm better than people. Dude didn't have any shoes on, and it just rained, and it was cold. So I was like, hey, here's some shoes. Yeah. Take these. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, that's awesome. And it was like, do you have any socks? I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. I guess I'll give you my socks too. Yeah, you so like I used to just – and like this sounds bad. Like in college, like – you know, there's. I've just. I've been very helpful to homeless people. I don't want to explain anything because I don't want to come off as like trying to brag about it because that's you not. A relationship I hate that one lady. I hate when people just sit there and they take videos of themselves helping homeless people. Like, don't try to build your own fucking. Uh -huh. Like that's it's so stupid. Just be really a kind takes person. Away from the point. Yes, it was like watch me be a good person. Just be a fucking good person. That would be really cool of you. So like, I've always felt like I've kind of done my part. You know, trying to help people, but then it's like when you help people and then you see them. 
still not trying to help themselves, it's like, what's the point of doing this? Yeah. So exactly. And Especially I mean, when I try to help this girl, you know, give her food one day, and then I see her a couple weeks later, and she's dragging a giant teddy bear down twentieth. It's kind of like, uh, <laughs> guess you just needed the teddy bear, not McDonald's. Problem solved. I have yep. a companion now. And our last one, Tell the Truth Tuesday, from one of our listeners. Uh, by the end of today, I'm going to be fired and I'm going to be single. And I couldn't be at more peace with my life. Happiness is a mindset. Congratulations to you. Yeah, that's amazing, that's, actually. Because that's tough. Uh, I'm guessing guys like probably 28, 30 years old, about to lose his job. Uh, wishing the best for you. I don't really know. I'm not good in these situations. No, I mean, dude, like if you're happy, you know, go be happy because it kind of sounds like you haven't been happy for a while. If you got a job that you've not liked and it's got to a point where, you know, you weren't willing to quit, but you're getting fired and like that's just like a relief because you don't want to be the bad guy. And then you got this relationship that's just not working out and you've put an effort. I'm going to be a shitty boyfriend. So she breaks up with me. Hey. Maybe not the best way to go about it if that is was the the play, but at the same time, if you can go to bedtime and you're going to be happy and you're not going to be stressed and just anxious and sitting there thinking about everything that could be better, good for you because that's what matters, your happiness over everything, whether that's a million dollars or a dollar in your bank account. As long as you're happy, go live your life, man. And that's why you're on this podcast. You are Mr. Positive. That's just the truth, yeah. Yeah. I would tell anyone that. You're a big mindset guy. Affirmations, man. Uh, I'm going to say you're going to get a a great job to our listener that's going to be fired. Things will get better for sure. Mm -hmm. One door closes, another door opens. It's crazy how like you just having – being more happy and positive creates other opportunities that you didn't know would be there. Yeah. And it can happen quickly. For sure. That's it for us today. Uh, Long show for your Tuesday. Uh, Don't forget you can leave your Tell the Truth Tuesdays. Send them in a DM. I won't mention your name. Ask us some questions if you want to. We'll be back tomorrow. Probably do a little Would You Rather right here in the call-in app at 10 a.m. Don't forget about our great sponsor to end the show, Roper Kia. Go in there. Check out their inventory. If they don't have what you're looking for, they will find it for you. And if you mention us right here at Miked Up, they will give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride.